0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, the toughest matchup of the year, BYU and Cal. What's your bold prediction? We give you a double dose of BYU football
1: all access with Bronco Mendenhall and the man himself, Michael Elisa. Plus
0: Spencer Linton live from Berkeley. Vamanos! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. It is Black Friday and the day before the day. Woo. BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Friday, November twenty eighth, twenty fourteen. Jerem Jordan, Brian Logan, on this Black Friday, uh, a day that's awesome because I went to Target and got me a sound bar and a subwoofer. Yeah, yes, so I also did some, some. I did go yesterday. I did that. I've never done that. I, I did that. It was worth it. So,
1: so it was Black Thursday then for you, right? Black it was Thursday. Black Thursday. That's it right. was Black Thursday for me and my family as well. And, you know, it's only right for me to be here and this Logan takeover on Black Friday. You know? It <laughs> makes, it you, makes you sense. Said it.
0: it makes sense. You said it. I, I did not. Uh, other things we should mention. We're wearing the C-Stu shirts. You've heard about these. We've talked about hey, these. Hey, we, we appreciate Nate Nielsen, roommate of Christian Stewart. Nate Austin of the basketball team is really also nice. roommate. They Hooked us up with these shirts. We appreciate these. These are fun. They're
1: pretty high quality,
0: man. And yours is me. We made sure to get you a medium. I, I, I'm wearing asked, a large. I asked for
1: a medium.
0: <laughs> I, I asked for a medium.
1: He asked me. He said, like, "What size do you want?" I said, "I need a medium." He said, "So medium." I said, no, Schmeidium. He said so small. I said, no. Me Schmedium. Schmedium. <laughs> in between. Isn't it isn't it smedium? Hey. Like
0: like Schmedium would be like Schmee from it's, Hook. It's basically like a slim fit medium. Is this a large in a child's shirt? Is that, is that what you're telling that's me? That's what
1: see that it could come across that way, yes. And and I've tried to go to Kids Gap and get it an extra large to get that slim fit, but it wasn't Yeah, I couldn't do
0: it. You know what else we need to discuss? The Star Wars, The Force Awakens, the seventh movie, which comes out next December. The teaser came out this morning. What'd you think? Yes, I'm I'm happy that you brought that gift to me.
1: I was I, man, I was getting goosebumps and chills. I'm ready to see it. I I, I love Star one year Wars.
0: Wait, one year, man. the Countdown so long, man. So long. It's gonna be awesome. I'm very excited. Not a lot in the teaser per se, but that's what a teaser is. If I but to be, but pretty cool. JJ had... Abrams. I'm telling you, JJ Abrams will make a difference because. He is golden. It's legit. And Christopher Nolan. It's legit, the man. Guys. This is
1: legit. If I had a time machine, I would go, I would use it just to speed up time to watch movies. Like when I see <laughs> Avengers, Get Star Wars. It. That's yeah. it. Nothing else. I wouldn't ask anything yeah. else. I oh, missed Return
0: it. of the King on my uh, mission, but uh, my mission president let us watch it, which was awesome. I don't know what that is. Keep... Lord of the Rings. Join oh. our conversation 24 <laughs> 7 using, I'm trying not to be hurt right now, 24 7 using the hashtag BYUSN with today's Twitter question, which is what's your bold prediction? For BYU versus Cal, first tweet in from at crazycookfanatic. Nate Carter rushes for 100 yards. Mm. Wow! I don't know that Nate Carter. I, okay, Robert and I was uh, asked by Bronco Mendenhall to play Nate Carter a little more. Yeah. So will we, we see more, more
1: Nate Carter tomorrow? We need. Yeah. Will we? Will we get some? More? I hope so. I don't think he would get a hundred
0: though. I, the only reason why is because I don't think he'll get enough touches to get a hundred. BYU's gonna chuck the rock. Yeah. Because Cal exactly. is the worst. Pass defense ever in America and Canada. No, literally in stats. We'll break that down in a minute. BYU Sports Nation is simulcast in radio vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout on this Friday. It's time for what's trending. What's trending in BYU Sports Nation? Topic one What does it mean? BYU versus Cal. Game 12 to end the regular season. The Cougars still in the pursuit of nine wins, seven and four at this point. Three game win streak have conceivably maybe turned the season around. The opponents have been weaker. BYU has taken advantage. They have won those games. BYU going for win number eight. Somehow, BYU, Brian, is 1-3 against the Mountain West Conference yeah. and 2-0 and o against Power 5 teams with the chance to go 3-0. and o. Michael Elisa coming up later on BYU Sports Nation with BYU Football All Access. Here's what he said about what this game means.
2: I think there's a lot riding on this game for the program. Um, we're, we're trying to get into a conference, right? And right now we're 2-0 against Power 5 teams. As bad as our season's been, you know, it hasn't been everything that we want it to be, but right now we're currently 2-0 against Power 5 teams. So we beat Cal 3-0 undefeated against Power 5 teams this year, and I think that that's a lot to, to look at.
0: More from that interview coming up on BYU Sports Nation. First thing that sticks out, wait a minute, he said, so we're trying to get into a conference. I've yet to hear a player say that. I think that much is obvious. BYU is trying yeah. to get in the Power Five conference. BYU has something to prove in this game, Brian. If they can go three and zero against P fives and finish the regular season eight and four.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of fans that I've been talking to, you know, Black Thursday and like, in the lines. You know what does it? it? What it? What does it mean? It doesn't really matter if they win or lose because they're going to a bowl game and yada 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 yada. Those are the, the fans.
0: Of, Taysom got hurt. It, four game. Yeah, like yeah.
1: Life is good. over. I'm not even going to watch the game. You better watch the game. Uh, <laughs> look, it, this is this is important because it helps build that resume to get into a P5 uh, conference. And 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 even though like like you said, they're you know one in one in three against uh, you know Mountain West schools. I, I think I think that's irrelevant when you when. When conferences look at the big picture and say, "Well, yeah, you guys had some bumps and bruises. You guys lost Taysom." The bruises would be yeah. eight eight wins.
0: Your down year was yeah. an eight win right. or a nine win year. Right? right.
1: Exactly. And 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 regardless of the the, the 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 schools that you beat, as far as good years or bad years, it, they're still P five schools. That's something to help build on your resume. So now you've kind of you you you've won three games in a row, and, and you're building this momentum. And so now the national perspective of you can be totally different Different if, you, if they say, wow, you guys have won three in a row, cleaned up your mistakes, and you beat a P5 school. This is going to help build your resume going into that next season or seasons to come
0: if a school comes knocking. And you would have been 3-0 and on the year because that's you're not going to play a P5 in the bowl game. And so that's that's so this is important. This is important. Cal's not the best team ever. I realize that they're five and six. They're playing for a bowl game themselves, which is an added added piece of motivation. This
1: is a Super Bowl, but it would be nice. Yeah,
0: this is a big game for them. This this could be the end of the season for Cal. uh, They don't want that. With that in mind, to me now, let's focus on the game. Obviously, a big game for BYU. All things considered, it's the toughest matchup of the season for BYU because what's the biggest weakness on BYU's team? I would have to say the secondary. pass defense. Secondary. And, and I wouldn't even point the finger necessarily at the secondary. I would just say pass defense. I think yeah. there's a lot involved there. Uh, here's what Bronco Mendenhall uh, has to say about BYU and Cal. And here, here's the good news. Here's the good news. Cal is an elite passing offense, right? Yep. One of the best in the country. Jared Goff, third most passing yards. That's bad news for BYU's D, right? Yep. Well, the good news is Cal's defense is terrible.
3: Their Horrible. defense has struggled. Um, they're certainly capable, but they give up quite a few points as well. So the nature of these type of games against Cal, no matter who's played them this year, it's taken at least 30 points to have a chance. And so I expect a wide open, a, a wide open game, a lot of plays, and a lot of excitement, and a big challenge.
0: Yeah, big challenge for the Boe defense. Not a big challenge for the Boe offense, in my opinion. Let me give you some stats to get you excited about tomorrow's game. I mentioned it earlier. The worst... Defense, passing uh, against the pass, ever is Cal, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day: 361. Cal's pass defense gives up 361 passing yards per game. Brian. That's dead last, 125th. That's, that Casper, that's great news. That's
1: that Casper coverage, man. When you, <laughs> when you think Casper the friendly ghost has
0: your back and you pass the receiver off to him and then you look back and you're like, Casper, man, come on, homie, where were you at? And in total defense and scoring, that is how many yards and points you allow. 121st in, uh, in both those, 5th to last. 5'10 a game in yards and then scoring defense, about 40, 39.5. This means BYU's can have a heyday on offense, which is why we're wearing the C Stew shirts. I think that Stewie. I think that Stewie, yes Brian, <laughs> needs to win the game for BYU with his arm. I think that the offense has to win the game. BYU's going to give up points on D. They yes, are. yes, I I
1: agree with you one thousand percent. You know, we we had this discussion earlier. I came in this week and I was like, you know what? If the BYU defense can just you know, stop stop this Cal offense maybe two or three times in, in critical critical situations, right? Maybe some turnovers, things like that. I, I think they'll have a chance to win. But then I started thinking more and more of how good this offense is and just how fast they can put up points. Cal's, Cal's offense and how fast they can put up points. And you look at the strength of this BYU team. Not offensively or defensively, but the team—it's got to be the offense and, and Christian Stewart's ability to move the ball and score points. So, with specifically that through said, the air with yes, the injuries at running through it. the air, yes. So, with that being said, you want to put the ball uh, in the hands of the best player, and right now that's Christian Stewart being able to move to to throw the ball uh, through the air to guys like Mitch Matthews, Jordan Leslie. So, right now, yes, it is on the offense, Christian
0: Stewart. It's on you, my friend.
1: And I believe in you. I, I trust in him. You can do it.
0: Talking to some of the players this week, there is confidence from BYU's offense that they can move the ball and score on Cal. Whereas, yeah. previously on teams like uh, Nevada, Boise State, uh, even Utah State a little bit, there was the idea that, you know what? We'll, we'll probably move the ball pretty well, but uh, you know, there'll be times where it might be a little tougher. Yeah. Cal, not the same perception. No. From the people I've talked to. So, BYU should be in what we think it's going to be a shootout. Well, you, I think you, it's over under 85 combined points over. is where I'm putting that. Over. 45
4: you could, 40 you kind could, of game.
1: You could even look at some of the, the teams that they played against, like teams like
0: Colorado, right? Bad team. They scored 56. they 50, won that game. 56. Right. You look at Washington State, Cal wins. Elite passing offense, they threw for a, a – Connor Halliday had 7-34 and 34 passing yards, the FBS record in that game. They miss a field goal, Cal wins that game. Yep. Oregon, right, lose 59 points.
1: Oregon State, win, 45 – or, or uh, 31 points. So there hasn't been – if you just look at the the – What the Sacramento State team, right? Sacramento State game. Well, Sacramento State is a double A. A long time ago. Yeah, it's a double A school, (laughs) so I don't really count them. uh, But they gave up 14 points, and so I mean, you're you're they're averaging, uh, or or, or, or if you look at the, the, the 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 games here, there's not one team, I would say D1 team, that scored less than 30 points. On this team. So it, it,
0: BYU's going to score 30-plus points.
1: Almost, yeah, you could almost say that's a guarantee that, that BYU will at least score 30 points. But then, if you take a look at some of the offenses that were able to score, like, like Colorado, able to score 56-
0: the, right, the Pac-12 is the best offensive conference. Right, those right. quarterbacks. offense those guys are great.
1: Quarterbacks, receivers. That that's a
0: so, that, that's that's a, that's what that conference is built for. So their defense is naturally, I think, going to look. You're not going to have an elite defense come out of the Pac-12 typically, no. but I, because but I, of all the offenses. But the I but I think but they're I, really bad. I think some.
1: I think I think the BYU offense right now, how they're playing, how Christian Stewart is playing, I think that they can be better than some of these offenses that uh, that Cal has played.
0: Now, one element I want to look at is the BYU defense. Rob Daniel and Craig Bills are seniors in that secondary. To me, this is a pride game for them. Where I want to see more out of those guys. They have kind of become quiet and irrelevant the last couple of games. They are good players. Let's see them do something in this game.
1: Rob Daniel. Rob is from the Bay. Rob, that's that's what we were talking we're about, this about earlier. dudes from
0: the Bay Area. Guys from
1: the Bay Area. I'm from the Bay Area as well. I just have to throw that out there. Um... You know, went to a junior went to a junior college, went to a junior college and you know, you would love to get recruited by a school like San Jose State or a or Cal. Stanford just out of the question because academics, right? J C <laughs> like no, you're not even worthy of coming here. If you went to J C <laughs> ew. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Not 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 to mention just the athletic talent that they get out of high school anyway. But you look at a a game like this where it's gonna be balls in the air all day er day. And then you look at that position, right, playing corner. And then you tie in, I'm going to have my family there, my my friends there. I might have my girl there watching. I got to step it up. So what a good time for Rob to really make an impact. But other than that, you're going to have to. When you look at these these Pac-12 receivers and these receivers from Cal, six two, six three, these guys run four threes, four four speed. I mean, they can go up and get the ball. So athletically. He is the type of corner that BYU needs to go up and compete as well.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm calling them to arms in this game. I think that BYU needs good performances from those guys. What do you guys think? What's your bold prediction for BYU versus Cal? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's
2: Twitter time.
0: At CougarNate, underscore Nate, BYU has over 500 yards of offense and scores over 50 points. Ooh, 50 would win the game, that, I think. I, I,
1: mm, Who knows? 60.
0: Wow. <laughs> now that, that's just getting crazy. 60! At Laser Sheep. I boldly predicted BYU only gets two TDs through the air, at least for rushing. Interesting. Ooh, I don't know about that one. Interesting. Man. That is interesting in a, uh, the, a weird way. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Keep the tweets coming. Also trending in BYU Sports Nation. Men's basketball. This is the first time we've been on since uh, live since Wednesday. So BYU lost to Purdue in overtime. Wow, what a yes. bummer. Tear Lost in two overtime games in Maui. Uh, They return home. They play tomorrow night against Eastern Kentucky. I know. Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky in the Marriott Center. 930 Eastern. That'll be on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Tyler Haas had 32 points against Purdue, which means we need to update Chasing Jimmer. On his way to making BYU basketball history, Tyler Haas is Chasing Jimmer on BYU Sports Station. 527. That's what he's down to. 527.
1: just. I was doing my drum roll. I was Let, drumming it. I was
0: drumming it, man. I was drumming out. You were drumming it. I was drumming it. Let's hope that uh, Tyler Haas can get 27 on Saturday. Then he'd have 500 on just the Just shoot, man. Nobody's going to judge you if you're a ball hog. <laughs> just shoot it. <laughs> By the way, BYU's still the number one scoring offense in America in hoops. Tyler. East, Eastern Kentucky, 14th. If somebody says something to you, just say, I'm trying to break records, man. <laughs> I'm trying to make history. Yesterday, I, also trending. Ziggy. What a day he had. Had a sack. Against the Bears on Thanksgiving Day. Pro Football turkey Focus dance. credited turkey Ziggy dance. with 10 quarterback hurries yesterday. You see, 10, turkey, Brian? you see his turkey
1: dance, turkey dance?
0: I did not, actually. Do the turkey
1: dance, do the turkey dance, do the turkey dance, do the turkey
0: dance. And he ate it afterwards. I'm, I'm, That's I'm, I'm, a great I'm, I'm, celebration. I'm, I'm, I'm. He was hungry. When he, when he he scored against, what, Idaho, I want to say, in 2012? Yeah. He's like, I didn't even know what to do. I didn't know what to <laughs> do, man. I didn't even know. How, I could score points. Coming up, our interviews with Bronco Mendenhall and Michael Elisa. But first, wake him up, coif the hair. Spencer Linton joins us live from the Bay Area. Road trip! BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Follow the show on Twitter, at BYU Sports Nation. Tomorrow, we get you set for Cal and BYU. Countdown to kickoff is live at 3.30 Eastern time, starring Brian Logan and some other guys. That's 3.30 Eastern time. Tomorrow on BYU TV. You taking a selfie? Or you I already took mine. You I'm, took trying, to get, I'm trying to
1: get your shirt. All right, I'm trying to get your shirt in, man. Am I holding still enough? Yep, you're good. you good. Got it. I was just gonna tweet these real fast. My wife was making fun
0: of making fun of me. Oh, I don't know if you know this, but we're back on the air. I know. I'm sorry. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you looking at me, and I, you like, "What is? Why are you have your phone out right now? Like, I, you don't know we're uh, live now. You're
0: live. I know you know. I was like,
1: uh, "We're good. <laughs> like, I'm not saying
0: nothing right now. You can't take like this one, Jeremy. Our Twitter question today is: What's your bold prediction for BYU versus Cal? At Myrick Company FF, my bold prediction for the game is can't lose. Now we need to win. Is a win a bold enough prediction? Nope. No. Okay. I don't think it's bold. Cal is favored by four points. I don't think it's. I don't think that's. That's not very much. That's not bold at all. Being home is worth three points. So basically, Cal is a one-point favorite on an even field. Interesting.
1: BYU can win the game. That's That's why it's not. That's that's why it's not bold. You know, because BYU can win the game. They can.
0: So you won't be surprised if BYU wins by like three.
1: No, I won't be surprised. I won't. I, I won't be surprised if they win by fourteen. By fourteen, I will not wow. be surprised. Yeah, I'm not.
0: It. I'm not going like seventeen plus on this one. I'm not. I said. I think it. it's going to be close.
1: You can go back on the app. If You want to download the app, rewind it to ten nineteen. Uh, everyone <laughs> <laughs> whatever, with the DCR right now. Yeah. Rewind it. Yeah, I said it. Fourteen points. I would not be surprised if that happens.
0: Let's bring in Spencer Linton, who's uh, live from Berkeley. Travel there yesterday, actually, and uh, getting ready for countdown to kickoff tomorrow. Spencer, first off, how's Berkeley?
4: Berkeley is beautiful. I'm still recovering from a huge Thanksgiving dinner in the hotel lobby last night, so I'm a little out of it. <laughs> oh, there was Thanksgiving Ooh.
0: in the hotel? At the turkey comp. Nice.
4: Yeah, you got to get it done somewhere, right?
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, you had to travel on Thanksgiving, logistics, but you're there. Uh, we were just discussing what you think w- will play out in the game Uh, Brian said he wouldn't be surprised if BYU won by 14. What do you think?
4: I'm not going to go that bold. I'm with you. I I don't dare go 14 or 17-plus. But I do think that because weather will play a factor or so it seems for the game on Saturday, the rain in the forecast, it's a holiday weekend, uh, and so the crowd is expected to be a little bit diminished, at least on the Cal side. And so, with rain in the forecast, I think this game will be a little bit more low-scoring than people thought, uh, because teams are going to be have to be forced to run the ball a little bit more, and... Uh Cal's rushing attack is just not there, so I I favor BYU in that category if it comes down to a run game.
1: I got to see I got to see this weather report because what kind of weather are we talking? Because about? because the rain the rain in California is not like the rain here.
0: 62 degrees, 90 uh, percent chance of rain. You seeing that same? That's what I'm. But, but you got
1: to look at you got to understand the rain though. I mean, the rain back home is like it's like drizzle, it's like sprinkles compared to here. I'm, I'm from the Bay Area. And so when I came out here, I was like, oh, yeah, this is rain. I, need, I actually need an umbrella. Back home, it's like, this is nothing anymore now. But to, to, to Californians, yes, it's going to be a storm.
4: Well, I, I mean, I, I guess I should take it from a Bay Area native, right, when it, when it comes to <laughs> I, That's right. I hope it's a drizzle. I'm thought, hoping that because I'm going to be on the sidelines the entire game. Uh, but uh, talking to the to the people in the hotel last night, they said, "Yeah, you know, go get a coat, uh, find an umbrella if you can, because it's supposed to rain uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, it's, and it's going to be steady." So I guess I guess we'll see. But I can't imagine Jared Goff, who is an outstanding quarterback for California and, and one of the top five passers in the nation is looking forward to playing in any sort of rain or precipitation because it has to throw his mojo off at least a little bit.
0: Uh, and, and if it if there's a steady dose of rain, I imagine that that slows down what we thought might be – it could still be a shootout. But if we're – I'm talking like combined 85 points or something. I would think if it's raining the whole game, that might
4: slow that down a bit. Absolutely. You want my bold prediction? BYU – will hold California under 35 points. And their season average is 39, and they put up 60 and 57 or whatever it was Mm, against Colorado. I think BYU holds California under 35 points on Saturday. Why is that? Because BYU is rested. I feel like they are more healthy than they have been in a very long time, And, and the weather conditions will play into it a little bit plus it's it 's a holiday weekend, and so the crowd will not be nearly as ramped up for California as it would be yeah they 're going for a bowl game, but everybody 's gone. This game means a lot to b y u as well and so I think the defense they felt like at least in my conversations with them, they feel like they have a ton to prove on saturday uh, two i 'm thinking of two conversations in particular. Where they said nobody thinks that we can stop their offense, and we're going to do everything we can to prove to BYU Sports Nation that we can still play defense.
1: Nice. I would love to see that happen. We and we talked about uh, Rob Daniel and Craig Bills stepping up a little bit. Uh, you know, I think it's a good homecoming for Rob Daniel. Uh, I mean, what do you what do you expect from the, the BYU secondary?
4: Again, I think that they have a ton to prove. Uh, I I think that. Uh, they feel like some people have given up on them, and uh, that while they've had a season that certainly could be uh, put in the struggling category, that this is their opportunity to say, you know what, we can still play. We can go out. We can perform well against a high-powered offense and uh, show everybody that uh, this this secondary, while it has underperformed this season, uh, it'll end on a high note in this California game and the bowl game. They're really motivated to prove to people that they can still play.
0: Yeah, and they've got a chance at nine wins still, and you could be 3-0 versus P5 teams. So I have to ask okay. a question, and let's discuss this. Why would all of a sudden for Cal it be different from what it was earlier in the season for BYU on pass defense?
4: Well, well I mean, can, can you rephrase that question? I'm not sure I understood that one. Like, Why, why would things
0: change all of a sudden for Cal? Like, what What's gonna based on how BYU's played this year on pass defense? Why would why would it change in this game?
4: Okay, so why will BYU's performance change? Gotcha. Pa- in pass uh, defense, uh, just because I think that they have they've had an opportunity now. I, granted, it was Savannah State, and so Brian jokes that it was kind of a bye week. But I feel like BYU <laughs> has had extra time and have been extra focused getting ready for this Cal team. Again, I'm going off conversations that I've had with some of the BYU defenders. Uh, where they feel like, look, no one's given us a shot, and our film study has been better than it's been all year, and our practices have been more consistently good than they have been all year. And I feel like BYU goes back to the let's keep everything in front, bend, don't break, no big play mentality. That's what Bronco Bendenhall defenses do. That's what they have yet to do this year. This is the game where BYU goes back to the defense of old, and keeps everything in front because they have to if they want to beat Cal. They're the underdog, and it's been a while since BYU has been the underdog in a football game.
0: Yeah, and all this rhetoric is nice, and we heard the same stuff b- before Boise State, to be mm-hmm. frank. Yeah. The, the difference to me is that individuals who are talented, who are seniors, rise up in this game. Craig yeah. Bills and Rob Daniels specifically.
1: I think you know. I think I think that I think that they are going to be better, just given the fact of uh, you know l- small technical things like dirty eyes and, and uh, you know being hip to hip, making sure that you're right on top of the receiver, trying to keep things in front of you. I think I've seen those changes these last few weeks. Not so much with UNLV, but definitely with Middle Tennessee and then. A little bit of Savannah. Can you take anything from
0: that game? A little bit
1: of Savannah, but there's there's certain things that you are able to see, and so it's good to hear that, Spencer, that, hey, you know, they are motivated. They do feel like they're the underdog, and then you tie that into, you know, slowly uh, these last few weeks cleaning up those small mistakes. I think that's a good recipe for success.
4: Yeah, and and while Jerem, you make the comparison to Boise State, which is a fair point, because the rhetoric was amazing before the Boise State game, and then BYU went out and lost fifty-five to thirty. But let's remind everybody that Bronson Kafusi is more healthy than he's been all year. He's finally starting to play up to what he knows he can do. Alani Fua is finally getting closer to one hundred percent. Craig Bill says he's one hundred percent. Those guys. We're not even close to that against Boise State. So your stars are feeling better than they have in a very long time. They're rested. They're motivated. This is the chance where they can say, you know what, we can go 3-0 and against P5 schools and we're healthy. And so I think that makes a huge difference for this BYU defense.
0: And BYU's not coming in to this game on a three-game losing streak. It's a three-game win streak, so there's an amount of confidence. I know Momentum. The, the opponents were Middle Tennessee, UNLV, Savannah State, but yeah, that's the difference as well, Spencer. Enjoy your Friday. We'll see you tomorrow on Countdown to kick off at three thirty Eastern.
1: Stay time. away from the trees, Spencer. I, I will do that.
4: <laughs> I also, know I, I might just hunker down in the hotel room. Black Friday in California, I hear, is, is a mess. Brian, am I right about that? Yeah,
1: it, it is a mess. But you know, you got with Berkeley, you got to watch out for the tree people.
4: You
0: know. <laughs> the tree people, <laughs> you got to watch out. Noted. More. Thanks, Spencer. You got it. So, so that conversation, I, I guess I went real with that. But now I'm feeling a little bit better. Reasons yeah. why it would be different. Yeah. I had to ask the question. Hey, coming up, all access with Bronco Mendenhall and Michael Elisa. What do they think about the matchup with Cal tomorrow? We'll ask them. We'll see if there's confidence in Brian Logan. Yes, there's confidence everywhere.
2: I'm Michael Elisa, and this is BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Heck yes,
0: it is Michael Alisa. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation with Jeremy Jordan and Brian Logan on Friday, November 28th. The day before the day. It's a double game day, by the way. You got football, countdown to kickoff. That starts at 3.30 Eastern. Cougars against Cal Golden Bears. And then men's hoops that night. 9.30 Eastern against Eastern Kentucky on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Resetting today's trending topics. We discuss what does BYU have to prove in this game and why it's the toughest matchup of the year. If you missed that, check that out from earlier in the show. And men's basketball, as mentioned, plays Eastern Kentucky tomorrow night. By the way, we should mention women's hoops lost their first two. They've won their next three. They're two in Hawaii. They hot, play Oregon State tomorrow. Hot streak, man. You can't stop the momentum. Can't stop the momentum.
1: That's what we learned <laughs> <can't> from Ken <laughs> <Nunica. laughs>
0: Can't stop the momentum. Wait, I was waiting for the play, but love it. I, didn't, I didn't get it. Fictionist. They're coming. Uh, well, they're from them. here, but they're playing in uh, January up in Salt Lake. I want to go see them. Nice. I'm there, too. Michael Elisa is the guy that visits the show regularly. We enjoy our conversations with Michael. And uh, this week we chatted with Michael prior to BYU leaving. They leave uh, in a couple of hours for Berkeley. Michael had just come from practice, which was unique. So this week we present a unique BYU football all access with Michael Elisa.
4: Michael, you literally just came over from practice.
0: Yeah,
2: just caught my breath. That's
4: dedication, Feeling man.
2: <laughs> Hold on. You don't look sweaty, though. I'm Anything questioning how hard you work?: No, no, no. You get some I, makeup on wife, before yeah. you came in? I, I, I wet my hair, slicked it over a little <laughs> okay, bit. Okay, yeah. okay.
0: Made for TV from practice.
2: How was practice? How has practice been this week? Practice has been, it's been a really good week in practice. Really good. Why? Well, right, what's made it good? Uh, my theory, so last week the coaches were just like, on ours on our butts the whole week just like you know just I don't know it it was it was it was almost like negative you know and and so we're all feeling bad about ourselves going into Savannah State and I think that they did that because they didn't want us to take Savannah State lightly and then this week you know we're coming off a win and they're all boosting us full of confidence so everyone's just flying around practice like life is good and every practice this week has been um, amazing I've, I've been really happy with how the guys have been going
0: what was it like to play your final home game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium on Saturday?
2: It, it was special. It, it was really special. And uh, um, I didn't I didn't cry. I was proud of myself. You didn't I d- cry. You didn't thought cry. you might, right? I, yeah, I was, I was worried that I would, but I did not cry. But I, I, I enjoyed every second of being with the guys and then um, my family afterwards. That was fun. And, and uh, you know, to Cougar Nation, I just want to say thanks. And on behalf of all the seniors, it's been a great time here at BYU. I love this program. Well, thank, thanks for the you. time,
0: Michael. Yeah. We appreciate it. Man. Thank you. All
2: right.
4: That's a great way to end an
2: interview. Oh, Seriously, good. We
4: should do that again at the end of the interview. Oh. Uh, okay, let's talk about your outfit. I'm guessing that that uh, is an attention grabber. Have, have you ever considered wearing your practice gear, cleats, and all just around campus?
2: Maybe, maybe that's how. Why I'm not married yet. I need mean, to <laughs> wear this to class, man, start getting some dates. Okay, is that what Jordan Leslie does? Is that how he gets the dates? I,
0: apparently something, Jordan, right? Jordan, okay, speaking, be honest. Is that what you're doing? Speaking of dating, okay. At Miker underscore Matthews, This is Riker Matthews. I match a girl with a girl on Tinder, and the first thing she asks me is, will you hook me up with Christian Stewart? <laughs> the struggle is so, so real. To which Jordan Leslie responds, we all can't be Christian Stewart. It's okay, man. I have the same problem.
2: <laughs> Are you and Riker and
4: Jordan uh, I don't think the whole team cow-wiles? has the same problem.
2: No, Mendenhall actually brought that up in team meeting and kind of, you know, teased, teased Stu for a little bit. It's like, come on, Riker. <laughs> You know, you're, thanks for being a good teammate because Riker is sacrificing. He's trying to give, give his all to the team and, and serve <laughs> his quarterback um, and, and get him a girl.
0: Wingman so. with the QB is not a bad deal,
4: though. You're
0: right. always going to win if yeah. you're the if you're the QB's yeah.
2: wingman. You're yeah. always going to win. Yeah, yeah,
4: that's a good yeah. crowd to be running yeah. around with. Uh, Mendenhall brought it up. Let's ask. <laughs> i want to ask you one question about Savannah State, and it deals with your first personal foul oh. ever. It come. It comes in your final game
2: at <laughs> LFL Edwards Stadium. What happened? I felt so bad. Like, I was running off the field, and, and Mendenhall and the are both just like... <laughs> 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 it is like pure shock, and I'm just looking straight. I don't even want to make eye contact, because they're on both sides of me. And they're both just staring at me like, what in the world are you thinking? I mean, it's been five years, you know, clean record, and all of a sudden that happens. I, I think I just, I, just, I just lost control. And, and uh, you know, these two guys were holding me. I think this is what it was. One of them started laughing. I think that's what made me kind of like, like, oh, like, flip my switch over the top. I'm like, oh, so I grabbed this guy's face mask and throw him to the ground, copped the other guy, shoved him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> right, when, right when my hands hit his back, I was like, no, that was yeah, a mistake. Man. Yeah, I'm sorry. So that was hey. totally my bad. Did I, you I get pulled? From the game? No, no. No, no I wasn't He's ejected. But, okay.
0: No, I mean, you know. did the team go
2: like Nick Hover? Hey. Yeah, yeah. He, man, they kept me out for a few more series and <laughs> That's then what I mean. let me back in.
4: Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you, Michael?
2: It's CD <laughs> Day, coach. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Was a little <laughs> overwhelmed.
4: You beat Savannah State 64 nothing. You talk about the hard week of practice, and, and now uh, you have some things to prove against Cal, or so we think. What do you feel like you have to prove against Cal Berkeley?
2: I I think there's a lot riding on this game for the program. Um, we're, we're trying to get into a conference, right? And right now we're 2-0 against Power 5 teams. As bad as our season's been, you know, it hasn't been everything that we want it to be. But right now we're currently 2-0 against Power 5 teams. So we beat Cal 3-0 undefeated against Power 5 teams this year. And I think that that's a lot to, to look at.
4: Against a bowl-eligible Texas team from a Power 5 conference, which many thought would not happen. And right. if Virginia beats Virginia Tech on Saturday, I could have, wins, very well happen. then Virginia yep. will be a bowl-eligible Power mm-hmm. 5 team.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, those teams, we, we were hoping they'd be better. But this is kind of the first, I hate to define the season like this, but post-Taysom biggest game. So you so know, that that's the stage. Well. Right. And and they are uh they're trying to get bull eligible. Do you think that the game matters more to them now?
2: More to them eligible. than it does to us? Is that no. your question? No. You, you, do you think they'll be they will be more prepared as a result of that? Oh yeah, I I'd, I'd say that I say that they're going to be fired up for this game. No doubt.
4: You're going to yeah. get the best Cal.
2: Absolutely. But don't you want that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, win. you want a great game and Cal's good. I mean they they put up big numbers like, you know, 60 50 points against good teams. So they have a really high-power offense. I'm, I'm excited for this.
0: Okay, I know you want to shut out teams, but in this kind of game, given the way that their defense is played, BYU expects, I think, to put up some points, their bottom five defense. Offensively, they put up a lot. Do you expect a shootout kind of game where, okay, we're going to have to force some turnovers?
2: Well, as a defensive player, no. I, I, I hope that we don't get into that. I hope that the defense Thank you for them. saying that. And, uh, I mean, they're really good at throwing the ball around. They are really good receivers. And, um if I had it my way, I mean, I want to force them to try to beat us on the ground. But they do have a good running back.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. We were looking at their, uh, th- the ratio of pass to rush now out of 100%. What do you think it is, just based on your study? Mm. So percentage of the time they actually pass the ball versus rush?
2: I'd say 60 to
0: 40. 54-46. So it's a little less. They actually huh. rush the ball more. Huh.
2: Surprising, right? Because yeah, they didn't... chuck it so much. Right. Interesting. I didn't know that. Okay. So are they just are they super successful when they do throw it? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah they yes yeah. yeah they're one of the top Certainly. passing offense yeah. but I thought that they would just I thought they would throw the ball seventy percent of the time
2: or something yeah I mean it seems like that especially with the, the numbers that they're putting up right so uh, what's the key to a great pass defense since they do do that the best discipline zone we, we got to be really good at our, at our zone defense and gosh we gotta have a good good pass rush so their their linemen do this interesting thing where they kind of just backpedal have you seen that in any film like. Hmm. They don't do like the normal lineman shuffle. They're literally just like backpedaling. Huh? And if they're trying to just move the, the, the whole. They move the pocket backwards? Yeah, the whole pocket backwards as fast as they can, and the guys mm. just dishing it out. They do
4: get rid of the ball really yeah. fast.
2: I, yeah. I have noticed that. So, in a few so, games so what I've that does is it takes away the speed rush. Mm. Yeah, because they're going back so fast. Mm.
0: So, how do you get to the quarterback if the pocket moves backwards?
2: <sighs> you gotta bull rush them, you gotta try to push them fast, back faster than they wanna go back, basically. Yeah,
0: that's an interesting theory to create some
2: more time. Knock the
4: offensive the ball. lineman into the quarterback. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the idea. Shrink the pocket. You know, Michael Elisa with us on BYU Sports Nation, uh, taking on Cal on Saturday. Before that, it's Thanksgiving week. What are your Thanksgiving plans?
2: Um, I'm going to well, my whole family's in California right now, so I'm home alone. But uh, you're not going to be with your family on Thanksgiving. Be with my family <laughs> for do you, Thanksgiving. Do you need to come over to the Jordan house? <laughs> no, no, I, I got an invite. Okay, from uh, Jenna Johnson, who's on Dancing with the Stars. So her family's having me over. Nice.
0: Yeah. Hey. Oh, good friend.
2: Her dad actually did the surgery on my arm. Oh,
4: oh okay.
0: Yeah. Nice.
2: yeah, Dr. Johnson. That's great. <laughs> team doctor.
0: Hashtag team. Hashtag team ball. That sounds good. We asked Craig Bills and Blaine Fowler this earlier in the week. They said they had never played in a turkey bowl. Have you played
2: in a turkey ball? Yeah, every year growing up. How did they not play in turkey balls? N- that's what I said. Every single year growing up, that was like the thing. Everyone was ready for turkey ball. We had all the tape on, gloves, cleats. <laughs> no, that's Wait, we spat it. We spat it. You know, like you got the towel. Yeah, you got to be done did up with pl- turkey ball. Did you play tackle, 2 in touch, flags? What did you do? In Hawaii, we played tackle. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's big time. I
0: played tackle with Wayne Latu. Uh, that was in, a bad company, choice. Like
2: uh-huh. in 08 or something.
0: How'd it go? He, okay, I caught the ball. <laughs> and he was running full speed at me, I sprinted out of bounds. I'm like, <laughs> just get me out of here. And I think I screamed something like this. <laughs> That's real life. Okay, uh, do you think there's other guys on the team that haven't played in the turkey ball? That was the weirdest thing to me. Uh, I don't know. Is that, is that a nationwide thing? Yeah, it's like I, against I the what?
4: rules for some little league coaches to like, have their guys play like, pickup football, if you will. Um, and so I, I guess I easy. can see that angle. But it's like, play two-hand touch then. I don't know.
0: Yeah,
2: Or flag. Oh. yeah that, that, that was weird that was weird <laughs> to, to me that goes Not along every. with Thanksgiving that's, that's part of the tradition it's part of the tradition every year I've done that yeah, yeah. it's
0: like hey Whitney on Thanksgiving Day uh, you have me until you know yeah, you'll yeah. have me at 11am that's when I show up
2: <laughs> I'll be gone and I'll, I'll probably be injured probably yeah, yeah. I'll come with a sprained ankle You have two games left uh, as a BYU Cougar, of course. We talked
4: about the home finale. You have one at Cal and then the bowl game in in Miami. That is sweet. Which we got the official bowl invite from Bronco Mendenhall. Uh, What are you looking forward to most about not just Cal, but uh, going to Miami to play in an inaugural bowl game?
2: This is going to be a great chance for BYU to represent ourselves. So to be honest, I thought that when I saw this on Twitter, I thought that that was going to be the helmet that we were going to wear. I was oh. like, no way. You know, BYU's oh, busting out oh, these chrome BYU. helmets. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I'm just excited to go to Miami and represent BYU you know, in, across the nation. We're in a place where maybe we haven't been heard of as much as, as here on the West Coast.
4: You remember the reception you got in Orlando, right? Oh, yeah. UCF? That was unbelievable.
2: Oh, yeah. Great showing. It was so, loud. I think it's going to be the same deal for this ball game. Cougar Nation is going to show up loud and proud.
0: Playing in Miami, too, is cool because there are events around that. Uh, I think... One player is going to be at the Miami Heat game at halftime. They're going to do something. Well, let's talk about swag though. That's a big thing with the bowl game, and I'm sure we'll get into this yep. later. What's your favorite piece of swag that you've received from the three previous bowl games you played?
2: My freshman year, Las Vegas Bowl. We oh got, wait, we got an Oakley watch. Oh. that was like my prized possession. L- took, like took it like a admission. real one,
0: not from the dude in the briefcase. Yeah, on like, the side of the street. <laughs> hey, we got some watches for you. We think. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: As far as I know But uh, I, I loved that watch It was waterproof And it looked really Fancy dancy And it was uh, one Of my prized possessions you still have it? Nope I don't have it oh. What other kind of stuff? I think it was One of the cousin Borrow things and, Oh you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What other kind of stuff Have you received before That you still have? Uh, gosh um, A wee Clothes Sunglasses We got Maui gyms One bowl game Gave us to my brother That's, that's the thing With bowl games It's usually like A great opportunity To just like Dish out Christmas presents. But oh, you re-gift? I, I'm a re-gifter. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, yeah. Indian giver. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think the, my favorite thing are just the, the money cards, the gift cards. Yeah. As a student athlete, that's I, an important yeah, thing, I'm, right? I'm a starving student, so I would like some food. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what are the goals that you have left, Michael, not only for football, but as a, a student at BYU? What do you have that you still want to accomplish here as a student athlete?
2: Um, okay, I'll, I'll start with football first because I do have one goal. I want to score on defense. Mm-hmm. I've scored I like on offense. I would love to have a touchdown defense.
0: Can I? Okay, listen. There, do you know how many uh, re- fumble recovery yards BYU has this year? No. That is, recover a fumble and then advance it? Zero. Really? Zero fumble recovery yards. So against Cal, you pick up a fumble okay. and you run it for some yards. Because that hasn't happened. <laughs> oh, okay, the whole, the I think I, I this
2: past game someone picked up the ball and started running it, but it was called back. Yes, that's right. Okay, kind of yeah. cool, right? Yeah. I okay, say. that's why I was confused. Okay, yeah. well, all right. okay. So there's one Hopefully that that plays game. into maybe your yeah. thing, score and then in school. Um, I, I I feel like I just want to leave a, a good legacy here here at BYU that, that I was someone who contributed to the program, um, represented BYU well, and um, went on to to be the man that, that BYU has has made me or taught taught me to become. Right. Well, so. if you get a job, I like it. At,
4: if you get a job at BYU or perhaps maybe working with us on BYU TV,
2: then clearly you've made it. Okay. That, hey, that would be a dream come true. That would be awesome.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Okay, uh, Michael, before you go, uh, first of all, I want to wish you a congratulations on a great uh, career at BYU. And I, I want to ask you, you talked about some of your favorite moments in a story we did on BYU TV with, uh, with Kathy Aiken. Um, but do you have uh, just a favorite overall moment, uh, whether it be on the field at practice or game or in the classroom, that uh, you'll always take with you from BYU?
2: I was thinking about this the other day because I was thinking about how I could have better, better answered Kathy. Uh, one of my favorite moments was um, I, I, I just I made a long run and scored a touchdown, and my my teammates just like tackled me and they're just like hold me. I don't know, it's just the, the the it wasn't so much the touchdown that I was happy with. I don't it could have been any play, but um, just the love that they had for, for my success, you know. So. That that selfless love that that comes from being on a team and just being so happy for the success of your brother, I think that taught me a lot. And so, so to me, seeing that time and time again um, at, here at BYU, I think that's been my favorite thing about playing for these guys is you just learn to to you know lift up your brothers around you.
0: Hashtag Bob Band of Brothers BYU football all access with Michael Elisa. I'm going to tweet out the link by the way that Kathy Aiken. Uh, did on Michael Lisa. Coming up, Bronco Mendenhall on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Tomorrow, 3.30 Eastern. Put it on your DVR. Watch it live. Countdown to kickoff, 3.30 Eastern time. Brian Logan on that program as we get you set for BYU and Cal. Also in preparation for that game, Spencer Linton sat down with Bronco Mendenhall. This is BYU Football All Access with the head ball coach.
4: Bronco, another winning season for you uh, as the head coach of BYU football. Getting the seven mark, I know it comes against Savannah State, and you said it's all about you, but uh, were you pleased with getting to uh, seven wins and with what you saw in scoring 64 points on Saturday?
3: Yeah, um, I was. I think our team handled it well. Um, Unique challenge. So the team wasn't very strong, um, which can sometimes alter preparation, which it didn't. Our team practiced well. Um, they understand what's still at stake and they wanna play well and they wanna finish well. And they also understood how difficult it was against that team with inclement weather and just uh, all the circumstances of being an independent November, what all that means. And to be able to pull our starters midway through the first quarter with 35 points or 40 or whatever we had, um, that was basically according to script. And so I I was really happy for our team and for the players that got a chance I
4: um, need to follow up, but uh, you told us that you were going to give us a fist pump
3: during the game. Oh. Did,
4: did you give us a fist pump? You know, I don't think I did.
3: Oh. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, I was in a pretty good mood for this show, but now <laughs> the guilt and anguish are just...
4: <laughs> okay.
3: Not. Um, it was an oversight, not intentional, so I might have to make up for that at some point.
4: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, hopefully we see a fist pump against uh, Cal.
3: I'd um, vote for that
4: on Saturday. This is, you talk about unique challenges. You close out November with a Pac-12 team Mm -hmm. on the road against one of the most dynamic passing offenses in the country. What has practice been
3: like for uh, for you this week? It's been, uh, and it's been tough. So Cal is a very, very good opponent offensively. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure that we we have seen a, a challenge this significant for quite some time. Um, And as a defensive coach that's seen a lot of different offenses, they're very skilled, great scheme, and really good players. Um, Their defense has struggled. Um, They're certainly capable, but they give up quite a few points as well. So the nature of these type of games against Cal, no matter who's played them this year, with the exception of Washington and last week Stanford, who got turnovers, um, it's taken at least 30 points um, to have a chance. And so... Uh, I expect a wide open a, a wide open game, a lot of plays um, and a lot of excitement and a big challenge.
4: What is your message to your team knowing that California needs this win to become bull eligible? How do you make your team just as motivated as that team is to win this
3: last yeah. game? Well BYU needs this win to uh, to get eight victories and eight 's better than seven, and another quality win on the road against I think a very good team and certainly a very good offense is, is, um, will be difficult to do, but will be great to do. And that's what um, it really hasn't taken much to talk about our opponent, and it hasn't taken much about what what's at stake for them. Our guys want to play, and they want to play well.
4: You said that it's always been about BYU. Even this week with Cal's yep. uh, great offense, is it still only about for your sure. team?
3: Because, um, so our defense has gone through a strong start. Struggled in the middle starting to play well again this test is the most significant of the year um, and so I'd like I'd like them to take that challenge head-on and offensively we continue to get better more effective more efficient and more precise and scoring more points so really it will take both those parts our defense is going to have to play very well um, and the number of points might not reflect that because of what the opponent can do and how many plays they run um, and our offense is going to have to play very well really underneath all that we have to get much better special teams wise not only in catching kicks but returning kicks for yardage and getting some um some field position advantage especially in a game like this so we need a complete game
4: you've had a number of different guys catch punts
3: or attempt to or attempt (laughs) the real talk right yeah okay uh who's going to be the guy for you in berkeley uh, still deciding, um, so there's extra work happening every practice, so Keanu Nelson is back healthy, and so he has a chance. Mitch Jergens is healthy, he has a chance, and Garrett Jergens is healthy, he has a chance, so one of those three.
4: Okay, so game number 12, uh, what do you want to learn about your team before you start preparing for the Miami Beach Bowl?
3: What are you hoping to see? Well, what I'm hoping to see is uh, a really good football team playing at a high level in all phases, um, knowing that the challenge of this game will be one of resiliency because Cal is going to make some plays. And as much as I'd like to have in my head a perfect game where they struggle running it or throwing it or we're able to throw it and run it at will, there's going to be challenges along the way. And I think the mental toughness of this particular test is really what is is going to determine how I feel about the game. So I'm anxious to see how we do that way.
0: BYU football all-access with Bronco Hall. He said, I'm not sure we've seen a challenge this significant in a long time. Wow. Wow! It's going to be a fun game with Cal tomorrow. We'll be back with the whip around and your tweets on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it! It's Mereco time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. BYU plays at Cal on the Pac- Pac-12 Network and on BYU Radio tomorrow. Coverage begins on BYU TV at 3.30 Eastern time for Countdown to Kickoff.
1: Cougars in the NFL. My man Ziggy Ansah had a huge game yesterday. He had a sack, and according to Pro Football Focus, he had
0: 10 quarterback hurries Woo! in the
1: line, 17-point win over the Bears.
0: Men's basketball. That is a ton. After dropping yes. two of three in Maui uh, in overtime, the Cougars host <laughs> Eastern Kentucky tomorrow, 9.30 <laughs> Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Cougars in the association. Jimmer Fredette and the Pelicans
1: host the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Jimmer's averaging 2.5 points a game in 11 minutes.
0: More minutes. Women's basketball. BYU's on a three-game win streak after beating Butler and BYU-Hawaii in the Tom Weston Invitational. in light Hawaii. Tomorrow the Cougars host Oregon State.
1: Women's volleyball. The regular season is over. Oh. But the selection show is Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time
0: on ESPNU. Today's Rising shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter, helping you meet the most. Dexterlaw.com. I give it to Ziggy. Yeah, Ziggy. 10 quarterback hurries. How about that? Yes, that's crazy. Woo! That was awesome. What's your bold prediction for BYU versus Cal? Keep the tweets coming using the hashtag BYUSN. At 86 W.I. Cook. Combine 1,000 yards of total offense and 100-plus points with BYU. I like it! Well, I like that one. That would be awesome. That, yes,
1: I'm down for that.
0: Thanks to Spencer Linton, Michael Lisa, Bronco Mendenhall, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. The show's on demand on BYU Sports Nation. And BYUtv.org slash BYUSN. For Brian Logan, I'm Jerem Jordan. Shout out to Henry Bloomfield. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, 95, 3.30 yeah. Eastern time for Countdown to kick off. See Stewie! Yes, go Cougar. <laughs>